0: Welcome to Fiction Authors Talk Books, or Fat Books Podcast. This episode, I'm talking with the terrific Belle Harper about a bunch of this and that. I named this podcast Fiction Authors Talk Books because I wanted to incorporate all aspects of being a fiction author in the discussions. Being an author is a stressful job with high expectations from both ourselves and our fans, so this will always be a chill conversation that probably goes off topic most times, but we'll have some fun. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to see your favorite author on here, send them this link and they can get in touch with us at fatbookspodcast at gmail. We take all authors who write fiction and have been published as long as they're polite. Thanks for joining and on to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Are you... (laughs) Happy end of the future day. That is one of those things that I'm such a child with that I'm just, it always tickles me that I'm talking to people in the future. Like I understand how time zones work. I understand that it's really not the future, but maybe that's like just author brain of like, so what's my night going to be like since you're already there? Well,
1: I'm on the outskirts of Melbourne, so I'm pretty far out, but it's been pretty nice. Actually. It was kind of a humid day. It rained earlier. Um, but it was 25. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it was pretty good. It was nice. Well, nice for a warm day, actually, April. So yeah, it's, and it's a, it's a nice night. So hopefully you get the same.
0: So we're going into spring and you're going into fall soon, right? Yes. Autumn. Yeah. I hate daylight savings. It it really throws my body off just to, oh, I mean, yeah. it's bad enough that you get different sun and stuff when, you know, the seasons change and how much light. I do like it when it's happening
1: because it is nice to have more sun at night in the summer.
0: Yeah. But
1: I don't like switching back. It just messes with me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm part vampire. So I prefer as dark as possible. Like I, the apartment complex I live in I actually get like the most sun of where I'm at. And so other people are like, God, I never get any sun. I'm like, you know, da da da. And somebody always brings it up at the dog park and picks on me like, well, you could just, you know, have all the sun like Erin and use light black curtains so she gets nothing until she opens them for the moon. I'm like, you know what? Leave me and my (laughs) vampiric sensitive eyes alone. Thank you very much. Yeah, I have super sensitive eyes. So I am always wearing sunglasses. I mean, I get like people aren't as sensitive, but you put sunblock on, you do this, you do that. Why the fuck aren't more people protecting their eyes? Like, why am I the weirdo for wearing sunglasses to protect your eyes? You wouldn't be weird here.
1: Yay, somewhere I wouldn't be weird. We got the no ozone layer. So everyone gets cancer down here. So we... (laughs) we do have like all the ads and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, sunglasses is big because you can get melanomas in your eyes as well. So you got to protect your eyes and yeah, Yeah. most of Australia, like (laughs) we're like, We're like deficient in vitamin D because we we use so much sunscreen that we don't actually get (laughs) the vitamin D from the sun. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's so funny. It's kind of funny. I mean, I get that it's weird that I have my sunglasses on when it's overcast. It's because if you get migraines, a lot of people know that that glare from an overcast day is a bigger trigger than almost anything at times. Like, that's a huge trigger. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, if it's overcast, I will wear sunglasses. Yeah. I hate overcast because it just messes with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, everything looks funny. It feels funny. Yeah. No, I'm the same.
0: I, to a point, but I actually like the rainy days. I, I get, I, well, I should, I should, I like the rainy days, but I also get pressure headaches. So, gosh. Oh, so, yeah. Just, it lists something and I'm sure I get it. It's when the storm is forming or if it's like humidity in the air for 14 days or something like that, that it's really bad. Yeah. But if it's just a normal thunderstorm that rolls in and rolls out, I, you know, it's fine. I like thunderstorms. Yeah, thunderstorms are like free mood setting for us. Like Yeah. I listen to
1: the Relaxing Sounds podcast and I listen to the Thunderstorm one. It's pretty oh,
0: cool. I didn't know there was one. I have an Ocean, Sounds of the Ocean. Yeah, they have all those. Okay, yeah, I bought I bought it on my iPod a while ago just to like, you know.
1: Oh, this is just on Spotify. It's called Relaxing Sounds podcast and it's got like the ocean. It's got like trickling like little trickling water creeks and stuff Ooh. like that. And it's got like rain on a tent, which is like my favorite. I love rain on a tent. That is a weirdly specific one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it is because it tells you where they're actually uh, recording it. So that's why you can hear, you know, like, yeah, have you been in a tent? Yeah. 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 Okay. So like that rain sound on the tent. I don't like it, but yes, I've been in one. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cold and gross when it's raining on there, but it's nice to listen to. It's just like, it's very soothing the rain on the tent. But you know, you're specific about that what they what you're listening to. I actually can't listen to the oceans. It actually makes you have to pee. It, it kind of drives me nuts. Oh. No, it literally it no, it drives me nuts in my head. Like I just feel crazy at my head. Oh, okay then. I don't know why it me- it messes with my head. I think it's the the back and forth with the ears because it will be like you know you can hear it in one ear and then it moves to the other ear like the ocean waves. Oh, I think that's what I just it will give you
0: vertigo, and I
1: don't like that. Yeah, it makes me. I just I, it messes with my head and I feel sick. I hate it, so I don't. I don't listen to that.
0: One. Oh, see, I've never done it with earbuds or earphones. I always do it with just oh. having it in the background to sleep or whatever so yeah that would mess me up with earbuds or headphones yeah because it's like one ear
1: to the other whereas like a trickling creek is trickling the whole way through so it just all sounds the same the whole way through no that makes sense
0: totally (laughs) I grew up going to down in Florida in the summer because that's where my grandpa left and he would get us a deal to like rent one of the condos of where he was the maintenance guy or whatever oh that's nice I grew up with the ocean sounds and it's, it's very comforting to me most times. So I, li- I likes, I likes you it. Likes it. <laughs> yeah, I likes it. I'm house hunting and I don't want to be right on the ocean because apparently the ocean in new England doesn't smell like the ocean in Florida. It smells like a marsh sometimes, sometimes of the year. And I'm like, no, I'm not paying more for that. Thank you very much. Ew. Yeah. So I want to be close to the ocean where we can go. I can go play with the pups uh, when I get Vader or younger brother or whatever. So I like the sounds of the ocean, but yeah, I I think in the earbuds it would give me vertigo. Yeah, or probably give somebody motion sickness. Even like, bleh.
1: yeah, I think that's what I, I literally think that must be what it is. It like it makes my head just feel fuzzy, and it just makes me feel uh, yeah, it just makes me feel horrible. Yeah, <laughs> but I listen to it on my headphones because I don't have a door on my office. My office is technically a living room at the front of the house. Yeah. But it's a complete office, it's not a living room, it's all my entire office. But um, yeah, there's no door to it. Like there's, it's no wall, no door. So when my family are home, I have to like block them out when I'm writing. Yeah. And I don't wanna to listen to music all the time. So I just listen to that just to sort of block them out. Even though I've got like noise cancelling headphones, my kids are loud, they still like somehow penetrate through. So I just listened to it just to just to block
0: them out. It's it's it works. It's very good. So I would recommend the bow the new Bows. They're a little pricey, but the Bows sound Quiet Comfort, the new ones. Yeah. I can't hear my dog bark. Oh my gosh. I can't hear him bark. Yeah, it's that they're that good. I can't hear Vader and he's got a big bark. You wouldn't think so because he's only like however big. But yeah, he's <laughs> he's got a big bark and I can totally not hear it which can be a problem too because you know i should hear that stuff but yeah i that sounds good
1: i got the apple ones the big things that stick on you like the i don't know i don't have the actual earbud parts i have the big headphone ones whatever they're called, AirPod max. Every time it's, you say that people think they're like actually in your ears. I can't stand those ones.
0: I have trouble with the ones in my ears, but that's the quiet comfort. The ones that I was talking about, they're actually in your ears, but they're so damn comfortable. I could wear them for hours and hours and hours. And it's, it's, it's completely fine. I love them. I'm kind of obsessed with them. They're so good.
1: Oh, I wonder how much they cost here. Maybe I can go try some out.
0: (laughs) It's Amazon. You can always return whatever, or I got mine through Amazon, so.
1: Oh, yeah, because we got Amazon here now, so we can do that. We kind of got it, like, during COVID times, but, like, it didn't, like, start shipping stuff out properly until, like, last year.
0: ADHD. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's really funny because recently I've had some people be like, yeah, you sound like you have ADHD or that sounds like I'm like, no, I don't, I don't really get distracted too easily. My problem is, is that like I fixate and I have to like stop my, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was an ADHD hyper fixation. Yeah.
1: That's hyper I do it all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I do it all the time. And Do you get new hobbies all the time? Cause I do.
0: God damn it. I didn't know that was an ADHD thing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you collect hobbies.
0: To be fair, Oh, Jesus. I didn't know that was an ADH thing. I have a lot of them, like, because I'm doing research. Like, I started this, she's doing dot painting in the book for, because I read this thing about how it's really good for your mental health and doing certain things with, like, the dot therapy. Yeah. And so I got a bunch of the stuff to try it and do it. And I'm glad I, well, for one, I'm glad I did, because it's way harder than the videos make it look. So I had her doing it way too easily in kind of a douchebag kind of way. But yeah, I didn't know that collecting Hobbies was an ADH awesome. I really do probably have it. Just
1: watch women with ADHD on TikTok, and you'll go, "Oh wow, I ticked all their symptoms." Yes, that's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. Oh no! <laughs> but you would be surprised the amount of authors that actually have it. It's like really crazy. It's like I swear I'm like meeting all these people like all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I've got ADHD. It's like, oh my god, it's just crazy how many authors actually have it. Yeah, because it's it's very creative type stuff. Yeah, I was doing knitting. I knit randomly. I've got a knitting machine and I just like sit there and spin it and make make beanies. And I've got like I've got like two hundred beanies sitting in my garage. I don't know what to do with them. So my husband's like, When you go to babe, let's give them away to everyone,
0: because it's insane. You
1: have too many.
0: So I used to crochet scarves for just my own kind of therapy. Yeah. And you can donate them to like homeless shelters and women's shelters and stuff.
1: Yeah, I could do that. I live pretty far out though. That's my issue. Yeah. I'd actually have to leave my house
0: yeah that's
1: I live in the bush
0: <laughs> that always sounds so dirty to me.
1: Well the bush <laughs> I, live in the- I live in the bush yeah,
0: I know it's not, but it just always sounds so damn dirty to me like it's it just sounds dirty. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh dear God no, I live in the Australian bush. I've got a wombat
1: that lives in my backyard and he's really, really annoying and aggressive.
0: Oh, okay. yeah,
1: wombats can be pretty aggressive and they can run freaking fast, oh my God. It runs and chased my husband once. It was the best thing ever. I was like keeling over, dying of laughter. Or, or
0: how he's doing? You just—it was the best thing ever.
1: It was the best thing ever. It fully hit him. He fell down and everything. It was like gold. I'm like, I told him they run fast, and he did not believe me. <laughs> he's like, no, I'll be fine. It's like, no, you—you you wouldn't want to be wearing thongs out there. You need to like not. You gotta don't. You're gonna have to run, and he just yeah it was the best <laughs> oh my god i mean i love my husband he's hilarious <laughs> i should have had my camera out but it would have just been pitch black <laughs> and him just running with the flashlight
0: Whee! oh my god <laughs> oh my goodness
1: it was funny it was funny oh he didn't believe me that they run they run like 45 kilometers an hour i don't know how that oh how god. that is in miles but they run for a short little stumpy thing with little legs they run freaking fast
0: that is yeah i i didn't know that <laughs> that's that's good to know <laughs> Don't go by wombats. It's got all good. It. They only come out at nighttime. <laughs> it sounds like a, one of our raccoons on crack or something. Like
1: Yeah. But they're like a little tank. Oh, my God. Because they're like, they are mostly got, like, they've got a really bony bum. they so got a bony bum. They've actually got an entire plate of bone on their butt. So when cars actually hit them, it literally just destroys your car. Considering how small they are, your car will just be written off. You'll be gone. <laughs> it's just they're really, they're really tough little things but they're cute they're cute my yeah they're not being aggressive oh, sure. he just was not happy that my husband was down there trying to work out what what the dog was barking at and then it just chased uh-huh.
0: hey he went on his turf <laughs> yeah oh my god that is way too funny I just, I'm just like sitting here stunned. Like, I don't know what to say. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, like we have kangaroos up here, but I don't have any in my backyard. I just got the wombat. You don't want to go up against the kangaroo either. They're like pretty insane.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've I've seen a lot of the YouTubes and TikToks on that and like, (laughs) Some drunk Aussie, like trying to box with them does never, (laughs) never ends well. No,
1: they will just gut you with their claws on their feet. Oh, they got like a really big claw. Oh, goody. So when they kick you, it actually, the little claw part like comes out and will actually get you. And also you can't, if you're trying to run away from them, don't go into water because they will follow you in and they will drown you. They're pretty intense, but they're good from a distance.
0: (laughs) We have killer animals. (laughs) We've got them here too, but maybe don't come to Australia. <laughs> I'm. We have them too, but I'm wondering if you have any
1: that aren't killers. Koalas, koalas. They're just soft and. Are you sure? Yeah, very <laughs> sure. Maybe... <laughs> have you heard of drop bears? Are you one of those people who've heard of the drop bear? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, all right.
0: Well, you can Google that later. I can only imagine. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, now tell me what it is, because I, I gotta oh uh, well if i tell you i won't be very australian now will i <laughs> okay wait hang on i got to go it. With... oh it's a fictional creature
1: okay yeah yeah but a lot of people believe it's real <laughs> i get it all the time when i was in america they always like oh my gosh are the drop bears and like us aussies we're pretty good we all stick together we're like they are dangerous you need to watch out like <laughs> we just play with it because if oh, if they believe it's real then it's it's kind of funny it's a koala that looks scary. It's not, it's not an actual thing. Koalas are gentle. It's fine. And our possums are not like your possums. Our possums are very cute too and gentle.
0: Oh, ours are normally just feral. Yeah, so. yours look horrid.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ours are really cute. We have a lot of brush towel possums here. They kind of look like a cat. They'll come up and we'll feed them and stuff like that. But we don't have like rabies and stuff here, so we don't have that issue of like if they bite us or something like that.
0: not have rabies
1: our control on our border is very very strict so you can't bring certain products into the country and it prevents rabies coming into the country yeah that's why like amber heard her dog came into australia on their private jet and they came in and the government found out and kicked them out
0: oh wow
1: she left the country with her dog because she didn't quarantine them they have to be quarantined for six months here I really liked when I was in America. I really liked Popeyes.
0: Ew. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, we don't have that here. Yeah. And I really liked it because I thought this is this is different because we don't have that at all. The only thing
0: we have McDonald's and KFC. I like KFC better. So that's what that was my ill.
1: Your KFC, like we actually did like a cross country trip like back in twenty seventeen. My family and my parents and my sister and. Yeah, we drove from LA all the way to New York. Okay. My mom and dad had already traveled a lot of it before. So I'm like, well, we have to go to Kentucky and KFC. So we had to detour through there so that we could eat KFC.
0: You are a very special woman. (laughs) Like total nerds, (laughs) like total Aussie nerds. (laughs) You're a very special woman.
1: (laughs) I made my family do a lot of stuff that they didn't want to do. It was hilarious. I'm like, well, you know what? I watched all the documentaries of the Civil War. I want to go to the Civil War places as we're driving through. My dad's like, no more, no more. You read too many signs. And my husband hates it. He's like, no more, no more reading signs. You can't read any more signs. Oh my God. I just like history stuff. I found it fascinating. So I just wanted to learn more. Okay. Like Australia is pretty bloody big. If I was to drive all like the same distance, that we drove that year for that trip it's just all boring of nothingness because we just got a lot of desert in the middle that no one lives at yeah so yeah at least you guys have like interesting things along the way and I learned a lot of stuff and it was and you know what I really liked Washington DC there's a lot of cool stuff there's a lot of um museums and they were all for free and I like that (laughs) I like that when you've got three kids that were like, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. you're like, oh, look, I'm a museum. Okay, yeah. This one's got airplanes.
0: You could spend a whole month just going through the different Smithsonian's. Oh, that it, That is really cool. Yeah.
1: It is fascinating because my kids were five, six, and 10, I think, at the time. And um, yeah, just when everyone, like, they came back and everyone's like, did you love Disneyland? What was your favorite thing? And they're like, we
0: loved Washington, D.C. <laughs> we want to go back. Oh, my God. That's so funny.
1: I'm like... My kids are like me, but no, they're not. Because yeah, recently I'm like, oh, look at this, and they're like, stop reading the sign, keep walking, mom. I'm like, oh, my bad. <laughs> I get a little bit distra- distracted, but oh my god, yeah, no, Washington was really awesome. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, pretty much. That's <laughs> me. That's my squirrel brain. I just get excited by by signs. Except for we went to that Santa, that place called Santa Claus or something like that, where it's all Christmas tree. I don't know what state that's in. But it's wherever Abraham Lincoln moved to and had a childhood boy home or whatever it was. We accidentally stumbled across it. So we did like a whole thing and learned all about Abraham Lincoln. And then that's after we went, after that we went to Washington and we took all these tours and like the tour guide's like asking questions and we're like answering it all. And he's like, okay, seriously, can one American answer these questions at all? Is it only the Australians? (laughs) Because this is so weird. My kids
0: thought it was hilarious. That is funny and I'm not surprised at all that americans didn't know the answers like you know whatever
1: yeah he was like where did he live okay what did he do we're like yeah we'll put our hands up oh yeah only the aussies are answering all the questions
0: honestly i'm sure i'm not even picking on americans for that one because we were force-fed so much of that stuff like when you were really little yeah i mean we had to learn it all so it's not like we never heard of it we never knew it it's just You know, it's like other stuff in school that you don't use and you just, you know. Yeah, push it out of your brain. Well, and when you have to learn it, like, it's not as much fun. So a lot of that stuff doesn't retain well. I mean.
1: Yeah, you need to go to the site. That that makes it more interesting. We had a tour
0: guide who just talked to us
1: the whole time at abraham lincoln's thing so i think that probably helped to remember the information
0: yeah there's a lot of information though so like you couldn't take for a trip for all of it and like some of it you just have to cram in there for for the test <laughs> yeah
1: we also went to washington whatever his place is like the president washington or whatever i think his name is george washington yeah we went there and that's so we went to his one because he had the slaves or his wife had the slaves she was the rich one anyway we went there and that's when we worked out that bumblebees are scary as fuck and uh, we all ran screaming and um, everyone laughed at us. But stuff that, those bumblebees don't know what the crap they're doing and they smack into you. It is scary as crap when you live in a country with a lot of bugs that, like, bite and kill you. So we were running like away from bumblebees. So, yes, we've decided we'll never go back to a place that has crazy bumblebees. Okay. So I can't remember what state that was in, but we, we are nodding back. We are good.
0: That's all over the U S
1: it was, it was only there like in Pennsylvania area. Cause we went to um, the Amish country too. So yeah, there was bumblebees there too. So it must be somewhere in that area. He lives wherever he lives. Um, there's bumblebees and they're scary. And we didn't like them. Okay.
0: Well, I'm just warning you, there's actually bumblebees all over the country. Okay, well, I, I'm just... And they're not scary. But they're so slow flying, and they're so huge. Like, how do they fly? It's so weird. It is very weird, but... But it's such a big body. I'm allergic to bee stings, and those are the ones I'm not scared of, because you can get away from them fast. So you have everything poisonous and, yep. and dangerous, and you're scared of the bumblebees like that yeah
1: my whole family
0: we're like no nope. I can't tell you how hard it is not to laugh right now at you <laughs> you can laugh not in the mean way that sounded very mean <laughs>
1: all the Americans are laughing at us yeah they watched us running out of the park we we're like no nope, no nope, we're out in this no nope, more we left
0: oh my goodness <laughs> we didn't even do half the tour we're like no we're done yeah I do yeah, that because I'm allergic to yep. bee stings but uh you know and I don't want to die
1: <laughs> yeah we're not oh my goodness yeah is, I think it's the fact that you're just standing there and they just like buzz right close to you. We're just not used to that. And they yeah. smack into you because you're a bit done. Well,
0: especially if you wear any kind of <laughs> perfume or any of your things smell, they're looking for flowers. So yeah. they just kind of meander, give you a sniff <laughs> and then meander on their way again. Oh, uh okay you have everything terrifying and you're scared (laughs) of our baby bumblebees oh my goodness we
1: don't have them here because they're big
0: giant no you just have like killer hornets and (laughs) no we don't have those (laughs) we don't have them either we just have regular bees Uh i'm sure you got killer or something with wings
1: (laughs) (laughs) well our bees sting as well (laughs) well yeah no we do have european wasps which are a big pest at the moment because they're not, they're, they're not from here. Someone introduced. They're invasive. Yeah. It's like the deer. We have so many deer because someone had a deer farm and like all the deer came out. And so now we have a whole bunch of deer and people keep hitting deer. It's like, it's just so weird. Cause it's not like a thing. Like that wasn't everything like say 10 years ago, but now we've got all these deer Oh geez. in our forest. It's like, if, where are they going to hit a kangaroo or wombat or a deer? It's like, surprise. <laughs> Good luck. No one's expecting a day.
0: Yeah, I lived in Wyoming for a bit. They have serious problems with their deer, and it's not a small state. So you drive along, and it's like every five miles, there's a beware of deer sign. And that has to cost a lot of money to have all those flipping signs all over the damn place. So I used to get annoyed and be like, okay, you know what? Just put a sign as you enter the state. We have a lot of deer. Good fucking luck. Like, (laughs) do you need it every five freaking miles? Like. That's funny, it's, but it's true yeah we have
1: a lot of kangaroo signs a lot of kangaroo signs where i live anyway because we have a lot of kangaroos because
0: i'm in the bush yeah so <laughs> i'm five i always giggle when i hear somebody say i'm in the bush <laughs> it's not even the dirty factor it just sounds so like it's just i don't know it just it's not something we hear around here what do you call your forest oh you call it a forest yeah Or we have swamps, you know, like
1: yeah. Okay, okay. We just don't have the bush. It is technically called a forest, so I I live it, but we just call it the bush because we're Australian. So I guess that's just
0: what we use. I know, and it's it's very endearing that you guys say it like that. Like, please don't worry about saying it differently for me. Like, whatever, it's fine. I just I'm just explaining why I keep giggling. (laughs) I I don't want you to think it is dirty. Like. <laughs> it's not even a dirty thing. I just think it's so endearing like, you know. The good old Aussie bush. Yep. Yeah, we were talking to somebody else Aussie and she was like this we were talking the stereotypes and stuff and she's like, "Yeah, we never even say shrimp on the barbie and stuff." I was like, "Oh, that just broke my heart. <laughs> they're prawns." They're
1: prawns, yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, they're prawns. But I was like, "Do you even do you put prawns on the barbie cuz that sounds cute too." She's like, "No." I was like, "Son of a Just blow apart my whole
1: yeah my husband know. like he's a massive cook and he loves prawns but he d- he never puts them on the barbie ever so <laughs> I like
0: them that way i think they're very good that way so
1: he does cook them but i think he cooks them more into like he really likes vietnamese type dishes so he usually does those sort of things with them
0: yeah i like them i like him on the smoker i put him on the smoker
1: he has a smoker too yeah. he loves to smoke his meat and he likes to make brisket and stuff he's in like all those american facebook groups yeah getting all the stuff and getting all the ideas to make all this meat i'm not a big
0: brisket fan but i and i don't really eat that much meat oh i do <laughs> i'm not a big brisket fan but i love pulled pork off the smoker it's like the best yeah thing he does that
1: world. he does that he does it very good
0: he's very good at that it's very forgiving. Not to say that your husband's not an excellent cook, but it's very forgiving and you kind of have to be an idiot to fuck up a pulled pork <laughs> off the smoker. Like, you you have to leave it for, like, 10 hours on its own. It's, like, one of those very forgiving – everybody is – I just I'm. – I'm not picking on your husband. It's just – I've had so many people be like, you're the best cook. This is so awesome. I'm like – yeah no it's like you know you just you just need to like get the right recipe or whatever but yeah it's it's kind of one of those idiot proof things where I'm like yeah no I'm a super good cook like you can't fuck this up if you try (laughs) it's not
1: like a really big thing that people eat here yeah that is it is a
0: very but I like it you put it in rolls and stuff oh yeah I like it just over like coleslaw because of medical stuff. I'm supposed to be low carb as as much as possible. Okay. So yeah, I I like to do it over just like fresh cabbage and stuff. It's typical here to put like coleslaw on your sandwich as like a topping for the pulled pork. So I just have it as its own.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do it like that. We do it like that. We also have like a really cheap Aussie meal and we just get like a roast chicken and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Roast chicken rolls and, and coleslaw, and that's an Aussie dinner. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> make
0: chicken salad all the time here with, like, the same the same kind of thing. It's great. Especially because you're going to go to the supermarket and get, like, one of the already cooked rotisserie chickens for, like, six bucks. Yeah, that's yep, it. We do that here, too.
1: Yeah, we just grab a chicken. Yep. Man, six bucks. That is so cheap. Ours are, like, $12.
0: I don't know the conversion difference for you guys and because you have... Well,
1: your $6 would still cost me, like, a lot. <laughs> It probably be no. It won't be twelve dollars. I think the conversion rate right now is sort of like sixty seven cents. Okay. To to your dollar, like. Okay, so yeah, that would still
0: be twelve (laughs) dollars. almost pretty much <laughs> yeah it depends because if I get it from the grocery store it's 12 bucks for me and that would be even more for you but know. if you get it from like yeah Costco or one of those, oh then, yeah, yeah the- I
1: just live too far away from the Costco unfortunately
0: I do too and I only live like 25 minutes that's too far away for me oh no mine takes an hour yeah I-, I had a feeling it was way farther than mine I just I- you know it's <laughs> one of those things that like okay I get it I've had people be like it's so great you don't have to do all this extra stuff because you're single it's like yeah but I don't have. A partner in crime like shopping for one person versus two people is still the same amount of time basically so yeah I had to get st- and same thing with like cleaning my friends like oh my god it's it's probably so much easier for you I'm like yeah but he does the laundry like there's something he- they take off the plate She's. It's not like she has to wash her sheets extra because there's one versus two people. <laughs> grocery shopping is one of those that, one, I get myself in the most trouble just throwing shit in my cart. This is the one area I kind of outsource that, like, I either go pick up an order from a Costco-type place near me, or I pay Instacart and they just do my grocery shopping because, yeah, it's just...
1: Adulting is hard. <laughs>
0: I know. And
1: I've got, like, a family that I have to feed... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my husband did a slow cooked chicken thing the other day because he was like, I told him when I was over in the States, I was with a bunch of authors and I was like, they cooked uh, this like the chicken in the slow cooker. So it like all pulled apart and like made chicken tacos and other nights we had other things. He did that the other night. Oh, nice. But he made way too much and my daughter doesn't really eat chicken and my oldest son just keeps leaving the house because now he has a job, he has money. So he's like, I'm not eating food from home. I'm going to go and eat fast food because I can't because <laughs> we don't have anything close to us. So yeah, it ended up being like three of us eating it and I'm like, there's so much left over. So for Last night we did, we loaded nachos and then tonight I made it into like a pasta bake. Oh, nice. I used the last of it. I'm like, okay, I'm done. That's enough chicken. No more chicken for
0: this week. Well, you could also freeze it once you, even if it's already cooked and shredded or whatever, you can always freeze it.
1: Yeah. But then I'll freeze it and it'll turn into a lump and then I'll never use it. And then I'll just throw it in a bin. Yeah. That's been my new motto this year is, um, yeah, moving stuff around because I constantly buy like fresh this episode, vegetables I'm and stuff and then the I stick it in the Bell veggie Harper drawers and then they all die and, and then just mush into the bottom. And then my husband's like, oh my God.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I have to, if I get any kind of veggies or whatever, I have to food prep it and have it all ready to go. And apparently that is an ADHD thing too, where you were saying if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm absolutely the same way. <laughs> I've moved mine so lately when
1: we buy it it sits on the shelf that so when I open the door, I can see it straight away. Nice. So now it's there. Yep. Yeah. And it's really helping.
0: The whole back part of my fridge has nothing. It's always just what's closestly visible.
1: Yeah. So that's what we've been doing because we're sick and tired of me killing the vegetables.
0: Plus it's always just easier if you have more space. Like I used to have all the snacks. Yeah. On one shelf in the fridge in the garage, and it was like, <laughs> I'm peckish. Okay, let's go get some care. Like, everything was just ready to go, and it was so nice to have it all laid out, easy to see, and not tucked away in a drawer for you know, for me to forget. So, yeah, I, t- I totally feel you on that one.
1: In my pantry, I have like a snack box thing, and then I just put all the snacks in there so they don't just get lost in boxes. I like open it or- all the snacks up and just pour it in there. Yeah,
0: that's how I do it too. And
1: I'm like, kids, come and just eat that. Which disappears pretty quick because my son has um, three best friends and they come over. Like they literally live at my house. There's one. He's usually here from Wednesday to Sunday. And I'm like, oh my. Yeah. His mom's like, uh, you know, you've kind of got like an extra son. And I'm like, yeah, and I've got him and I've got the and the twins as well. I'm like, yeah, okay. It's all good. But they eat me out of house and house. <laughs> How many kids do you have? I only have three. Oh, okay. <laughs> Then I've got my other three teenage boys that live here all the time, basically, which I don't mind. I love them. They're hilarious. They're great. But yeah, they eat too much because they're teenage boys.
0: I was going to say, do they at least come with like lunch money to like give you for
1: all this? No, no. But they do take care of my younger two. For us a lot so it all works out it all balances all right that.
0: as long as we're doing something for that food yeah
1: they do they do a lot of house I, yeah actually the twins are really good because they'll come and they'll actually clean my house they'll feed the dog they'll even walk the dog they're really great i love it when they're here they empty my dishwasher oh love them
0: they're great they can come eat all my food every anytime they want if they actually <laughs> that's it yeah um, they're awesome just fly out to the u.s for for a weird woman who <laughs> wants you to do her chores yeah that's cool um,
1: <laughs> they're good boys they're good boys they just turned 18 so Uh now they can drive around and do stuff which has been very good as well because it's like oh I've run out of milk and one of them will be like oh I'll go grab it so they just drive down the street and get it. I'm like yes (laughs) this is saving me having to leave the
0: house (laughs) all the time and effort is paying off that you put into the 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 children that's
1: it that's it And I I just love it. I like that they feel comfortable coming here anyway. Yeah. All four of them have been best friends since I was seven. So they're very, very close.
0: Cute. Yeah. That's super cute.
1: I like that when it's very quiet here. Yeah. And it's usually because they're all like living at one of the other's house.
0: Oh, for a bit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like,
1: (laughs) yeah, it's like, oh, where have they all gone? It's like, oh, they're over there. Okay.
0: Yay. It's their turn.
1: Quiet time. It's their turn, except for it's, more, it's pretty much like my turn, probably I'd say 70% of the time. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and being twins. Hey, but if they're helpful. <laughs> yeah, the twins are. The other one, he's lovely, but uh, yeah, he literally just comes and he just goes into the – He we have like a snack part where they can just like make um like noodles and like quick meals and stuff like that. So he will just come in and just be like, hey, mom. <laughs> he just grabs food. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's making food i'm like oh well why are you there can you do this can you do that can you make someone else noodles oh my <laughs> goodness, that's so funny i can talk about books i probably wouldn't talk about my own but you know okay yeah like i just did rare and i was lost when people were like what's your book about and i'm like stuff <laughs> no my husband was so good though because he does he's my assistant for all the book signings that i do mm-hmm. he just loves it he's he's so into it he's just Ew. He's like, yes, another book signing. I just love it. I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to talk to all these people. And he, he really likes it. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I was making making sure he remembered people and characters' names. And yeah, he did so well. He Like as soon as like I sort of got a bit tongue tied, because I think just after a while, Rare was so huge. Mm-hmm. So after a while, my, my brain just turned to mush. And uh, so he just picked up right there, and he was just telling everyone what the stories were about and all the different characters. And I'm like, "You really do listen. You're so good."
0: I'm so oh my happy. god, that's so funny because <laughs> he doesn't read. <laughs> okay, honestly, it was very nice to meet some of the fans. Like I shouldn't say you about book signings. It's too much for my anxiety. I had fun talking to people, but there was always something else. And it's I don't travel well. My ew was more to get excited and really like it more than I was, (laughs) I wasn't ewing doing signing or, yeah, yeah. it was more like, ew, what's wrong with him that he's not anxious and like. But I guess he's not a signing author, so he doesn't have to worry too much. Yeah, it might be easier just to be like the sidekick backup. I think it could be, it could be,
1: he gets really into it, but like he's been like a really like, even though he doesn't read my books, he's, uh, we worked out he's dyslexic, yeah. That was fun when I'm like, let's watch this movie, and he's like, I don't like subtitles. I'm like, oh my god, just read them. Like it's not that bad. and He's like, well, if they didn't make the word, the letters dance all over the screen, it would be so much easier to read. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I said, I think you're dyslexic. So yeah, and he said, oh, that's probably why. I oh my god, books. I I feel horrible. Like how did nobody figure that out sooner? As soon as you said that, I'm like, oh no, red flag, flag on the play I, That's what I said.
1: I said, how did you even pass
0: school? Like
1: that's yeah, yeah. wow, yeah, that. That's not normal. So yeah, yeah, it's good because like now that I know anytime subtitles come up, I straight away just start saying it out loud for him. Like if it's like in a show and we're not expecting subtitles, I will just say it out loud for him. It's just like a thing I do now. But um, the Kindle has the dyslexic font, which works. Oh,
0: I didn't know there was one. Yes,
1: there's a dyslexic font on the Kindle. So That's awesome. You can use it and people with dyslexia can actually read these can read books because the font somehow makes it so that the letters won't dance around. I'm not too sure how it works, but he said it's brilliant. And of course, like I have books out and the first book that he reads is he reads Ruby Dixon's Ice Planet Barbarians.
0: Oh. Sh- <laughs>
1: like like what about my book and he's like oh yeah I'll get there but you talk so much about these aliens I wanted to read it so he read the entire book he goes I really like that but he has never read
0: my books (laughs) he's just like give me a play-by-play I honestly prefer my friends and (laughs) people close to me not read them yeah because I've had it be where like my mom wanted to read something and didn't tell me and then she was furious at me for months because the mom in the book was a jerk And of course it had to be about her. And I'm like, mom, I have over, at that point, I had like over a hundred books. I'm like, do you have any idea how many of the parents are probably jerks to keep a story, you know, to to vary it up? Like they can't, you can't be fucked up and have all loving, normal families.
1: Yeah, it doesn't work.
0: (laughs) She's like, I felt very attacked. I, I, I'm like, thank you for making it all about you. And so I I, I do the whole thing. I convince her, like, it's fine. It's not really about you. What book? And it was absolutely about her. (laughs) So I was like, oh, like it was very much picking on my mother and how she could be such a selfish. So I was like, oh, well, now I can't tell you that one was actually about you. But yeah, this is why I don't like. People who know me reading my books, they they make it all about them and leave my therapy alone. Like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, the guy was talking about moving and his mom being such a dick about like everything, and you know somehow my move was all about her as she did absolutely nothing besides break things. And I was like, oh yeah, you feel attacked because that is a hundred percent what you did on my last move. Oh yeah, when God. I was moving from Colorado to Nebraska, she told everyone like, oh I have I have to go and help Aaron move, and yeah, she just you know she. It, it's too much for her and I'm like "Uh uh-huh yeah no I've done this several times now like I'm good I was actually like please don't get in please don't come then and get in my way but she got it in her head and she wanted to come stay for a month on top of everything oh my god it was a disaster she got there and she like put together one cabinet that she broke just like a little dvd cabinet kind of thing she dropped a whole box of mugs she un oh, let me preface this she unwrapped the mugs so she- cuz she could sit there on the couch and just do that without me asking her she unwrapped them put them all in the box so then she could bring them to the kitchen and dropped the box so they survived the movers <laughs> and all my mugs died to my mom.
1: Oh, I would cry. I love my mugs. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I wasn't that close to them. Like, it's that's fine, but I was just like...
1: No, but I have, like, a favorite mug. Yeah. It's technically a soup mug, but I have a favorite mug. I put my tea in it. So then I have a really large cup of tea.
0: It was one of them was the mug that my grandpa gave me. Before he's gone. So. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Well, and then she starts crying and it's, you know, I'm having to comfort her because she just destroyed all my shit. And like, she got sick while she was there. Cause my mom is a hypochondriac and an issue. And then her dog kept like going diarrhea all over. <clears throat> oh yeah. And she wasn't feeling well. So I had to take out this evil demon of a dog. And like the whole, whole thing i was like so when are you leaving yeah yeah and to hear her tell it man i couldn't have moved in without her and she did so much and i'm just like how you pinocchio <laughs> seriously your nose we're getting a little uh i have really good parents i feel bad now my parents are very lovely oh there's a reason i have no contact with my parents so oh
1: no okay then I- that makes sense yeah no my my parents are very supportive but i did tell them not to read my books but my dad actually buys all my books he doesn't read them except for once my mom's like your father tried to read your book he closed it very quickly and I was like oh my god which one (laughs) she goes yeah I he says it's very good writing but um yeah it must have got to a bad part and I'm like yeah oh my god and then I realized which one it was and it was where he read up to the first sex scene is pretty quick in that book and it's a gay sex scene (laughs) think he probably got a bit of a shock oh my god that's so funny <laughs> yeah no sometimes you just have to cut the family out that are a little bit whoopie doopty. <sighs> yeah my husband's family is a bit all over the place there's a lot of drama always there whereas I've got my two sisters and my parents it been you know, happily married their entire, the entire time. So yeah, Grace, he's got the divorced parents and he's got the stepmom and step siblings. And it's just, yeah, it's always like so much drama. He's like, Oh, let's just do Christmas at your house every year. <laughs> just, <laughs> just having to do deal with his family. Sometimes it's just, it always feels like there's always something else in the background and then there's always conflict going on. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, so I can understand why sometimes he's like, let's just do Christmas at your family. Cause it's really chill. <laughs> There's no no drama. My sisters are normal. They're easy, and my parents are just yeah. My mum's. I love my mum. She's so funny. She's um she's very forgetful of stuff, and she always just blurts out random stuff and makes us laugh. Oh my god! It's just really it's really something really silly. Like my mum's a nurse, so she's been a nurse her whole life, and then she's retired. But she'll say stuff, and you're like, "Mum, you're a nurse. Like you know that's not how things like work. Like that's not how you get sick for, from these things." Like, and she'd be like. Yeah. It was good growing up because I actually did follow into that career. So I actually started to become a nurse and I worked in the same aged care home she did. So it was kind of fun working with my mom sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Like you're not supposed to work with your mother, but um, then they're like, oh no, we're really desperate. Just work with your mother because we don't have enough people to work. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. Sometimes. Yeah. No, I liked that. And then I moved on. I had babies. Yeah. So once I had kids, I sort of Stopped because my hips gone went all funny after childbirth. So I couldn't really keep standing up for long periods of time and moving a lot of like the older people around because most of the people were bedridden. So having to push and pull them around and do stuff, it hurt me too much. Oh yeah,
0: that's hard.
1: Yeah, it's very, very hard. So I ended up retiring from that. And then I started making um, lifelike dolls instead as an as an artist. So I became an artist and worked at home while my kids were little. Oh, wow. I did that for 10 years, actually. It paid the bills. It was good. That's cool. <laughs> they're uh, reborn dolls and they're lifelike dolls. And I ran um, an actual doll show, which I think that's probably why my husband likes going to show so much. Because I basically it was like, you're my bitch. You're just going to come and do all the stuff I need you to do. Moving tables around and stuff like that, too. It was like a big craft show.
0: Okay. So, but it was
1: just for the dolls.
0: My mom used to actually work at my high school and she ran the special events. So, she ran the school's craft fair and everything. And I actually liked those because I wasn't the focus. I don't do well when I'm the center of attention. Like yeah, I, well,
1: I was kind of the focus because I had my dolls.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can lecture fine. Yeah. If there's like a podium and, you know, there's like a line and my interactions with people have to be more organic or I just my anxiety goes through the freaking roof. But yeah, I used to love those because you were just behind the scenes helping out and talking to people and it wasn't. It wasn't so stressful.
1: Yeah, so that's why he likes. So I think that's when I started doing the book signings. I had another friend, a reader friend, and she loved it. So she was helping me. And then he's like, nope. You're not doing the doll shows no more so now I need to come I need to talk to humans. He's he's very outgoing like that. He's sort of like an extrovert introvert. So he's quite happy to stay at home but he likes to talk to people. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a good environment for him whereas I'm sort of I'm definitely more introverted but I will just talk for hours as you can tell about any random crap to people. Yeah. Once you get me going I just keep going he was a bit upset because we didn't go out on that saturday night because the starting was over two days and i was like i can't people anymore i need to go and stay in the hotel room yeah he's like but we're in the city we never come to the city we should go out for dinner and i'm like you can go for dinner you you made friends go find one of the husbands go to dinner with him because i'm just gonna lay here and watch the tv and do nothing yeah and eat in bed and that's what i did
0: I'm more a introverted extrovert or however that goes too. where it's like, yeah, I I, like if I know the people and we're just at like a cookout, I'm fine. But as soon as it's like I have to be on or the focus or it's like a lot of people I don't know or like Costco is super overwhelming for me. I have like a a 12 minute timer in Costco before I start feeling itchy and closed in and like not closed in like I'm claustrophobic, but there's just too many people like it's yeah. So. Yeah. But if I'm, you know, walking with a couple friends and our dogs, I, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I can do that. No, well, I can't walk all day long. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when you have to be switched on because you don't know the people.
0: Well, and I have to watch what I say because I cuss like a sailor. Yeah. Or like I say something stupid and it's like. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't mean it like that. Oh. You know. Yeah, if I don't get my
1: my weird sense of humor.
0: Well, and I like you were even saying, we say things differently. So I don't remember what it was, but I said something super offensive. Oh, so do I. And I've actually put this as like a character a couple of times where she didn't. Oh, I said something super racist. And I didn't know because I grew up in Chicago and... For all of our faults, we're kind of okay with, like, everyone, besides if you're not from Chicago. Like, I said something super racist, and everybody was like, holy... And I had to have somebody explain it to me, like, what the hell just happened? They're like, yeah, you just made a racial slur. I'm like, the fuck I did? Oh my gosh. What? Yeah, and I I had no idea. I was like, wow, so now I've got to learn the racist slurs to not... I was completely clueless and I felt horrible. And luckily the people believed me. I think they saw the shock on my face of like, wait, what? Like, what, what, what? (laughs) So I've actually put that in a book too. Like Seraphine does that. And she's like, I don't get it. And I still don't get why that would be like, I mean, I get, it's a thing. Don't say it, but it's like, yeah, I, I just don't get it. Like I, yeah. But yeah, so that's the kind of trouble I get myself into, not having any clue. And <laughs> especially now with everybody filming everything, I've had a couple stalkers, so I don't want my face shown. And if you tell people you're not going to take pictures, there's always going to be somebody that's like, she's being stupid. I want a picture, you know, or like whatever. So yeah, for me, I just, I can't see it happening anytime soon. Maybe if I'm like Jr. Ward and I go with a couple guards. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, like got your husband, like whatever. To be my protector.
1: He's six foot three. He's, he's tall. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to give a big thanks to Bell Harper for joining me for such a fun conversation. Also, to all of our fans for checking this podcast out. I hope you liked what you heard and decide to stick around. Please make sure to subscribe to the Fat Books podcast on YouTube or Spotify or that little purple icon on your Apple device. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date on who we're recording with and when episodes are coming out. There's also a Patreon if you want to support the podcast and keep it going. Now let's hear a bit about what she's working on and what's next for her fans
1: got a reverse horror mafia romance coming up. It's coming out on June 1st with my co-author. And after that, I'm getting back into my shift the world and going to have some wolves and that kind of thing. And yeah, all my other series that I've said that I was going to write, I'm going to write them eventually. (laughs) I'm really bad. I don't know. This year is a little bit different for me. I decided not to do pre-orders this year until I write because my issue is, is my kid's Anytime some sickness happens, it always happens when I have like deadlines. So this year is a little bit different. So my plan for writing this year, I'm actually going to start writing tomorrow. The plan, which is really bad, really, because we're almost halfway through the year. (laughs) Thanks for staying until the end and hope you
0: enjoyed it.